Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. New thinking, new possibilities. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. BMW reported its financial earnings for the first quarter of the year and they look pretty healthy. The company sold 487,000 BMWs, Minis, and Rolls Royces, up nearly 9%. That helped revenue jump to more than $25 billion, but it was up about 4%. Usually, we like to see revenue go up by the same or similar percentage as sales. This suggests that BMW is discounting prices or selling a less rich mix. Earnings before income taxes came to nearly $2.8 billion, and it put just over $2 billion to the bottom line. Of course, everyone in the industry will be comparing BMW's earnings to Daimler's. And how interesting that Daimler beat BMW in most metrics, except for what is arguably the most important one, the bottom line. It is stunning to see Daimler have so much more revenue than BMW, but not be able to translate that into profits. Sales of green cars continue to sag in the American market, despite the fact that gasoline prices have been trending up. Last month, sales of hybrids, plug-ins, and EVs fell almost 2%, while the overall market was up close to 4%. But actually, sales of plug-ins shot up 73%, and electric car sales were up nearly 19%, But hybrids fell 8% and that dragged down the entire segment. You know, I think it's time to ask if green car sales are stalling out. Despite the good growth in plug-ins and EVs, looks like hybrid buyers are merely switching over to those cars. So the entire green segment is not bringing in new buyers. In fact, it's shrinking. Oh, and by the way, sales of diesel-powered vehicles were up 20%. General Motors Executive Director of Global Vehicle Integration, Jim Federico, who's 56 years old, just retired from the company. He was involved in the company's investigation into its ignition switch defect, but GM says this had nothing to do with his retirement. In my opinion, Federico was one of the true product people at General Motors, and I believe his retirement has more to do with GM reorganizing its engineering department. Federico did not get one of the top positions in the new organization, and I believe that is why he left. Taiwanese automaker LuxGen just introduced a new crossover in China called the U6 Turbo. It's powered by either one of two turbocharged engines, a 1.8 liter or 2 liter. They can be mated to a 5-speed automatic or manual or a 6-speed automatic. The car costs between $20,000 and $33,000, which is priced between high-end local Chinese brands and cheaper international brands. LuxGen is a very interesting company that's actually based in Taiwan and builds cars in China with its joint venture partner, Dongfang. Yeah, China actually considers LuxGen a foreign car company. We've all heard the saying, labor of love, but one 71-year-old Bosnian woodworker and avid VW Beetle fanatic has taken his loves to the extremes. Check out this beetle that's covered in over 50,000 separate pieces of wood. 
The oak pieces are laid out in a shingle style pattern over the existing body panels, so the car is still roadworthy. It took the guy over two years to complete it, but we think it's pretty darn cool and only hope we have this kind of skill and patience when we are 71. Hey, have you seen the latest addition to our Autoline.tv website? We're calling it Seat Time. You know, we get a lot of test cars through the Autoline garage and we wanted to give you a quick snapshot of what we're thinking about them. This includes everything from vehicles that may not hit the showrooms for another few months to the multitude of models that are already out there. So if you want our no-nonsense opinions, head on over to our website, Autoline.tv, and click on the seat time icon. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at the all-new Hyundai Genesis. Proven on the track and on roads around the world, Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the IZOD IndyCar Series. Hyundai has been dancing on the edge of luxury in the American market for the last few years, first with the Genesis and later with the larger Equus. But both were niche vehicles that did not strike fear into the heart of its luxury competitors. But Hyundai says with the 2015 Genesis, that is about to change. Since we took some people out of luxury cars, out of, out of uh, Mercedes and out of Lexus and put them into Hyundai, but that we're going to have more of that this time. About 45% of our business is from existing customers that are, that are Hyundai customers that are going to move up into our products. We might have lost them before because we didn't offer them anything. So that's about 45% of our business. About 55% of our business is new conquest, uh, new conquest customers. Um, new customers, completely different customers. And on this vehicle, many more of those customers are going to come from existing premium products over to the Hyundai. We think this vehicle stands up very proudly with no compromises and a tremendous value. And some of that value starts with the new exterior of the car. Hyundai says it's a natural design progression, which is why it's called Fluidic Sculpture 2.0, a more simple, refined, and harmonious look than the previous generation. But looks aren't the only story. Hyundai engineers have outfitted the car with a number of improvements to take on the German-made market leaders, like the E-Class and the 5 Series, and they even hired some extra help. So one of the key things in terms of uh, aiming to compete fully with premium mid-luxury sedans was really focused on the, on the chassis and the driving dynamics. I talked about having a more rigid architecture than the BMW 5 Series, so it allows us to tune the suspension to be more compliant as well as delivering more control. And we really wanted to have an uh, independent third-party uh, company that's renowned for chassis dynamics to come in, so we brought in Lotus Engineering. They basically provided validation to our tuning to ensure that we were at world-class levels. Engineering the Genesis for this mid-lux showdown meant an all-new dedicated platform with suspension enhancements. And though the base engines remain the same, the 3.8-liter Lambda V6 along with the 5-liter Tau V8, the Hyundai team managed to increase MPGs despite the fact that the car is about 100 pounds heavier. In addition, both models are rear-wheel drive with an 8-speed automatic. However, the 3.8, at least for now, also receives a new all-wheel drive option called H-Track. Meanwhile, when it comes to the interior, there's a long list of upgrades, starting with new seat and trim materials to the first-ever heads-up display in a Genesis. 
and a bushel full of technologies that include the next-gen Blue Link telematics system, a suite of safety software, and two world's first features that Hyundai is launching on this car, starting with a CO2 detector. So they basically detect the level of CO2 within the cabin because there's a strong correlation between CO2 levels and driver fatigue. And we're very aggressive with it. So when you actually reach 2,000 parts per million, we actually pipe in fresh air into the cabin to keep our passengers comfortable and to keep the driver alert and ready at, behind the wheel. And of course, the second feature is our world's first totally hands-free and foot-free smart trunk. So it's on every vehicle, on every Genesis vehicle, whether you have the power trunk or not. And basically, when you come to the back of the vehicle with the car locked and your hands are full, it detects your presence from your proximity key. It flashes a light to tell you that, that it detects you. And if you stay there for three seconds, it'll automatically open the trunk, totally hands-free and foot-free. The Genesis only sold about 24,000 cars in the U.S. last year, and Hyundai does not expect that number to skyrocket anytime soon. However, that isn't stopping this Korean upstart for going right at the big boys in the luxury game and beginning to build on the inroads it's already made. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.